Hey, Boomer Bunker Monday morning, September 13th. Bob and John not ready, willing, and unable. Yes, yes, okay, okay, please, please sit down. So, all right. Hey, um, I caught some lip this weekend for not discussing 9-11 with you during our show on 9-11. The <laughs> one-off, never-to-happen-again Saturday show that we did. Yeah, the Saturday show, if you missed it, go back to YouTube. Uh, it was our own 9-11. The terrorists came in and bombed our show. <laughs> they were- the, uh, yeah, I would say that the terrorists almost won that one. What, what would you say? Yeah, they did. I mean, Bob left the Bob left his show to get cigarettes. I had to stay by myself and and go on for like I don't know twenty minutes until Bob came back. It was, I was really hoping when I came back and told you that I left to go get smokes that you would make a you know a joke about Dad going to leave for that and never coming back. You know? I tell you what, I, I was traumatized, Bob. You know how I hate doing a monologue show, but you did great. I did great. The only I thing you did wrong was you didn't bring up videos. You just let the audio play. I'm telling you, I thought there was, I didn't even realize that because it, here it was playing. I didn't share it with, I'm telling you, I was traumatized. I was absolutely traumatized. I, I wasn't expecting it. I thought you were playing a joke and doing a troll and leaving me with 20 minutes. And I was just going to bang out. And I said, you know what? No, I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm not letting him chase me out of this show. We're finishing it. Damn it. I'm not um, one of those who goes down with the ship. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to sneak away and grab the first lifeboat and bye. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I may come back for you with, you know, help. You want to see me transition, have a boat start to sink and let them say women and children first. Well, I'll get through <laughs> one of the fastest transitions you've ever seen. I'm you just... know, um, it looks like we're only on a uh, Facebook for some reason. Did you see that? Oh, for God's sake. I don't know why. <laughs> now what? I have no idea. Did we get did we get booted out of the other ones? I don't understand what's going on there. We should have been ready to go. Can we add? Uh, I don't know that. Let me see. Let me see if I can change it. Uh, let's see. What if I say this and then this and then save changes? Will allow. Oh, oh, looks like it. It says there check mark. Oh my goodness. I'm, um, I'm on YouTube right now. So let me uh pop in and make sure that everything's going if you wanna Sure. Well anyhow, either, so entertain the masses and maybe complete. Yeah, well we uh we oh. have a bunch of friends that we have from all over this country and out of the country. And uh there we on Discord and they were in the chat and they they were uh and I was addressing them in the chat and Bob was getting annoyed because I was given the, I was feeding the trolls or feeding the terrorists. And uh, I didn't realize that he was getting so upset. So anyhow, uh, Saturday show was, it was what it was. I, I listen, I'll be honest with you. I'm glad we're not doing Saturdays anymore. I needed two days off. It's uh, telling me we're live. So there we go. Yep. I'll be honest with you. Yep. yep. There we go. I'll be honest with you. To be honest with you. To be fair. To be fair. All right. So 9-11. Was it an inside job? <laughs> well, I didn't think we, you know, I don't think you talking about 9-11 means you talk about whether or not you believe it was a inside job or it was an actual t- terrorist attack. I think you, it I was, uh, everybody talked about everybody who talked about it on a podcast or TV show talked about where they were on nine 11 when it happened. And I just, I mean, I've already told that to others. I mean, not necessarily yeah. our audience, but eh, do I need I, to tell it again? I mean, I will, if, if you really give a shit, but I don't think it go really ahead. does. Go ahead. You tell yours. I'll tell mine. If you want, how many words am I allowed? <sighs> Bob, I don't control you. I don't understand why you asked this. Oh yeah, you do. Well, I don't know. I woke up that morning. I had coffee, and then I had a biscuit. I mean, I don't know. I, that, I mean, I, we don't need. <laughs> see, see, that's what I expect. Well, all I'm saying is that. All right, I'll go first if you don't mind. Well, you were in the elevator business back then, was right? In the elevator business, we were in the back of our shop because we were had to do an OSHA scaffolding training. And when the first, this was when cell phones just started coming out and everybody still had beepers. So then all of a sudden everybody's beepers started going off all at one time. I was like, what the hell is that? Right. So then people got on their phones 
and they said a plane hit the World Trade Center. And me, I'm thinking to myself, oh, like, because it was, dude, it was one of the most beautiful days you've ever seen outside. It was, there wasn't a cloud in the sky here on the East Coast. I'm, we're down from outside of Philadelphia and it was gorgeous. And then, uh, you know, we just got back to doing what we're doing. And then I guess when the second plane hit the tower, everybody's phone started ringing, beepers started going off. And they said a second plane crashed in the tower because I figured the first plane was a small plane. And it was so nice after the guy was trying to get close to take pictures and stuff and maybe veered off and got drug into the building or something like that. When they said there was a second plane, I was like, that's odd. I don't you know why two planes hitting the same, you know, same tower, you know, hitting right. the towers. So the guy that was running the thing says, okay, settle, settle down. Let's get back to work here. Let's get back to doing the training. So we're like, okay. So we're sitting there. And about a half an hour later, a guy walks, one of the supervisors walk in the back door and says, a plane just crashed in the Pentagon. And we're, everybody's like, what the hell is going on? And the guy's like, all right, settle down. Let's get back to this. I said, dude, two planes hit the, the World Trade Center and one just hit the Pentagon. This could be World War III. I'm not sitting here my last couple minutes worried about how to make a scaffolding. All right. So we're going to a TV. We're going to go find out what's going on. So we drug a TV in. And by that time, you know, the, the buildings were on fire and all that stuff was going on. And when I was we were watching it, I looked at the, the one tower, the South Tower, the second one that got hit. And to me, it looked a little skewed. And I said, that tower is going to come down. I said, look at it, it's bent. And they said, no, there's and the salesman goes, there's no way those things have been made to withstand a jet crashing into it. He didn't even get that out of his mouth. And the South Tower fell. Wow. We just looked at each other and said, did that just happen? And then all chaos broke loose because we didn't know what was going on. And then there was all these rumors and it was on the news that there were more planes in the air. They were heading for Philadelphia. They were going to crash into the bridges. And we made the uh, decision that people that lived in New Jersey that were working in Pennsylvania to go to New Jersey Pennsylvania guys go back to Pennsylvania and we kind of stayed out of the out of the city and just kind of and set up in case we had to go in and we were just on standby and any any mechanics that were in tall buildings in Center City we got them out and I remember calling this one guy who was in the biggest building the biggest federal building in Philadelphia it was a federal courthouse and they were doing a uh, cable job and I said, you got to get out of the building. They just crashed. He goes, yeah, I saw that. I said, well, you got to get out of the building. He goes, why are we going to get out of the building? I said, because we don't know if there's planes coming. He goes, ah. I said, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, get out of the building, you right. moron. I said, we'll cable it tomorrow. If, it's still, if the building's still standing, we'll cable it tomorrow. Yeah, it's just kind of a special occasion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we, I was, you know, I, I didn't go home until like nine o'clock at night. And wow, really? Oh yeah, my yeah. You had a wife and kids, didn't you? Sure, yeah. I mean, you already well. Had I family going. I already. I had talked to my wife. Was pregnant with the twins. Oh so, wow. Yeah, so she was pregnant with the twins, and I had been talking to her, and you know, I had to handle customers. Like one customer says, "Our el our elevator shut down." I said, "Yeah, well, you know, it's kind of a weird day today, and we'll get there." Like I mean, they had like five elevators, and one was shut down, and it was it was just one of the passenger ones. They had other ones. Right. They had other ones to go. Right. By. And he's like, "I don't care what's going on. I pay a contract." And I said, "Hey, dude, you can do whatever you want, but we're not coming until tomorrow, just so you know." Yeah. I said, "Sorry." Yeah, it's a little, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I went home at nine o'clock at night, and then the wow. next day, you know, you woke up and you just saw that smoldering pile, and you just couldn't believe that. I for years. Whenever I would drive up to New York or you know, North Jersey, you could always see the towers from North Jersey. And it was weird for, for years looking over there and not be able to see them anymore. So well, now it's weird, you know, when you see an old movie or a TV show or I have home movies of when I visited there in like 98, you know, and we were actually on those buildings like on the, you know, so it, it was um, it's, it's weird even now to watch a movie. Hey, look, man, there's there's a. You know, there's some towers, man. Um, there was a big modernization going on in elevators in the South Tower. There was a lot of elevators. I think there was like 30 elevator guys in there. But since the attack on the buildings in, in 1993, right? they had a plan that if anything happened, they would get out of the building and go to a place. So there was only one elevator mechanic killed in, in the towers. And what happened was he saw the planes come in and he came down to there and went in to see if he could help. And he oh, never wow. made it out. He never wow. made it out. But the other guys, right. uh, yeah, they they did. I think, I'm sure there was 40. There were so many elevators in that place. It was amazing. Elevators, escalators. 
Uh, so yeah, that was my 9-11 story. I hope it wasn't too long. No, I, I'm always interested to hear where, where others were and, and, and what it meant to them at that time, you know, and, and what their life was like uh, at that time. And, and if, did anything change? Did you guys, guys have any new policies or any new, any, any, you know, any life changes because of that, other than having to get uh, cornholed every time you go on an airplane now? No, that was basically, I mean, the other, the only changes that happened to us, I mean, we were in Philadelphia, of course, there was, you know, everybody was on heightened alert, the subways, there was a lot, there was a big police presence down in the subways, all the trash cans used to be solid, they took them all out, they put trash cans down there that you could see, all the trash can bags were see-through, so you could see clear so you could see in case case somebody put something in there god forbid you put your backpack down and walked away from it oh yeah 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 you would clear a subway station have the bomb squad coming out yeah yeah i mean that kind of stuff that was just um you know that was just basically the same for everywhere you went but yeah it was weird it's a weird time and now it's really the other thing is it's really weird it's 20 years later and it's like nothing ever happened taliban's still in charge of afghanistan now they're saying that they're going to take that uh, Air Force Base that we left in Bagram. Bagram Air Force Base, and they're going to make that the biggest terrorist training um, operation so they can train terrorists there. So good stuff. Good stuff. 20 years later, everything's back to normal. Just took a little detour, spent a couple trillion dollars, lost there. a bunch of lives, and now everything's back to normal. So there you go. Happy Monday, everybody. Well, I, I had a... Uh... At the time, I was a I was a dad with custody by myself. Uh, I had a five year old daughter, and she was in kindergarten at the time. And my boss, I painted apartments like I do now, but I worked for somebody else doing it. And he was cool enough to let me uh, every morning drop my daughter off. You know, they began at seven thirty, but I couldn't start or I couldn't drop my daughter off till that time. So we're we're an hour earlier than you. So mm-hmm. the all this happened at a earlier time for us in the day so i was on my way to work and i i listened to bob and tom which was a comedy radio show uh that was like syndicated out of indianapolis and a couple old you know dirty old men and uh listening to that and they were talking about it and they they never talk about news and i thought this was a joke like when i first heard it and then they said you know the other one hit and i was like okay th- this isn't a joke and e- even they were like okay no this isn't a joke so I get to work. We happen to be painting at a property that is across the street from our um, uh, arsenal here. It's called the Redstone Arsenal, and it's I think it's one of the largest in the country. So, you know, there were concerns there, too, if if we're being attacked. You know, we didn't know the level at the time of the attack. We didn't know who was doing this or anything. So, of course, us being right next to the arsenal, we're like, uh, can we get, get this apartment done and get the hell out of here? So my boss was uh, c- cool enough to let us you know, wrap up that one, uh, one unit and then call it a day. I went, got my daughter out of school and went home and just basically was glued to the TV set the entire time. But, uh, it was, um, it was definitely, I think that day changed this entire country. Um, uh, initially I think it brought us all closer together, but ultimately the long term effect of it has been, I'm going to say devastating to this entire country, every aspect of it. There was a client, a podcaster that I work with, and she was a teacher in a New York high school when this happened. And when the towers, this is how close she was, when the towers hit, part of the landing gear landed on top of the roof of their school. Wow. So they evacuated the school and they said, look, evacuate the school. And then they just said, Head, headed towards the river. So they were down on the in that area. And then when the buildings came down, she said she thought she was dead because the big cl- it just engulfed her. Yeah. And the and the student, she said she was full of dust. So yeah, I mean the stories. Uh, I had a nephew who was going to school, an art school there in New York, and he was where he was, where his apartment was. Uh, he could see everybody jumping. He saw he was close enough to see everybody Jesus. jump out of the out of the buildings. So. Yeah, could you imagine if we would have had, you know, the uh, phone technology then that we do now as far as with the video, how, you know, what kind of awesome, you know, footage we would have. I mean, I think what we do have is pretty well done, pretty good, but uh, it'd be neat to have more. Except for one, except for one. And this is why I always say it's an inside job, because whatever hit the Pentagon, there's only one view. 
and you well, know- they they i think they severely doctored that or, or clipped out that damn footage well why 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 did they i mean we have uh angles all kinds of angles out of new york but in washington where it hit the pentagon nothing i mean you know that there's back even back then there was uh south you know security cameras south state security cameras out there if i'm coming closed circuit i'm sorry not solid yeah, state closed okay. circuit uh security cameras all over in washington and you're you can't tell me that they didn't get that plane coming in especially in the slow circle arc that it made and hit the pentagon well they had some from a gas station i think it was a, a bp gas station that was kind of in the area too and that got altered as well you know so the, it's like let us see it let us see the plane and it's uh, i don't know man it, it didn't look like a plane to me so i saw a message or i saw a thing it was one of you know i, I forget where i saw it but um it was it was one of those quotes that you always get and i really thought it was a great quote and the quote is the truth don't mind being questions but lies hate to be challenged and i was like god damn that is exactly right so let us see the truth all right let's well, they they've declassified it so that was the i kind of flipped through the big three this morning and um began off with abc you know disney and they they were going going into that uh right out of the gate about the you know the the i guess they've de declassified everything regarding 9 11 which i mean anybody who believes any of it is whatever you know that's your that's your deal and then the other thing for me that makes me think that this is an inside job is tower seven dropped straight down straight down yeah. like it was imploded and it wasn't even hit they said it was on fire but why didn't the other buildings around there, you know, again, go? Well, I heard that they brought it down to to prevent it from, I don't know. They brought it down? How could they have brought it down in that amount of time? You know how long it takes to prepare a building to be brought down? How long? I mean, that's ridiculous. There is so, so many angles to tinfoil hat crap regarding this stuff. It's, I don't it's, understand. I got, why is that tinfoil hat? It's a, that's a very valid question. How no, does this Drops straight down. Yeah, I I agree. It, it's weird. How does a, a a building that has the most secure building probably in the United States, the Pentagon, only have one view of this plane hitting the hitting the building? How does that happen? I mean, again, I think these are legitimate questions, and nobody will answer them. And then as soon as you say, they go, oh, well, you with your tinfoil hat and your bullshit." Give me, give me a reasonable answer, and I'll shut up. But you haven't, and it's been 20 years. Yeah, about every six months now, I'll get some kind of DM or, or message, and it's all these new things that they found. And it's like, man, I just, I'm so over it. It doesn't matter whether it was an inside job or not, doesn't matter now, because what are you going to do about it if it was? Well, okay. So if it was an inside job, then we as a country have some business to do. We need to remove some people from some positions. We need some people need to be held accountable. 3000 people lost their lives in this. They've already cashed out, man. They're gone. Uh, they didn't cash. All of them didn't cash out. There's still some, there's still some running around in the shadows. Okay. So here, here's my point. It's 20 years later. And the first thing that they did to, to lock people down or to gather information was once this nine 11 thing hit, now they got Congress to say, okay, you can collect all these, all kinds of information on regular people. You can get their phone records, you can get their emails, you can do whatever you want. You, you can do whatever you want to invade their privacy. And they've been chewing at this and gnawing at this and gnawing at this the whole time for, for two decades. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. And we're even talking about some of the shit that they're talking about today with this virus, which could be step number two to the great reset. Where's my tinfoil? I need to put tinfoil on my hat. I didn't think we were going here today, but here we are. Well, I'm, I'm not going to dive into any of the conspiracy theories and there's numerous ones regarding, you know, explosives being used, being present before the day and they were in the basement and blah, 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 and all this other crap. I'm not going to go into it. There's just so many different, like I said, there's, it's, it doesn't matter who, whoever, whoever did it doesn't matter. It, it does like not matter. They got whoever did it, got what they wanted. They won. 
and everybody in this country lost and has been losing for 20 years. See, I don't like the I don't like the statement. It doesn't matter. Of course it matters. It does matter. It does matter. I mean, Do you really think them declassifying all this stuff that they're going to have anything in there that admits any kind of fault? So let me ask let me ask you a real question. Do you think the population of this country could if they found out something as egregious as 9/11 being an inside job, do you think that this country would just go along and say, "Oh well, no big deal. You know, it is what it is. We're just going to keep going on." Or do you think that we would rise up enough to hold the people accountable for what they did. Now, I'm praying that they rise up and hold people accountable because if they're just going to sit there and say, well, you know, I got my video games and cable and Netflix and Hulu and all this other shit, then the wife just said, we'll never know the truth. I know. Well, look, uh, Trump was in there and he says, you know what? When I get in there, I'm going to declassify the John F. Kennedy assassination papers. And he went in there and they're like, no, you ain't. And he's like, you know what? I can't do it now, but it may be my next term. So, I mean, how if he's the president, he should be able to declassify. He can't declassify anything he wants. But apparently somebody pulled him aside and gave him a talking to. Well, I've got uh, something in regards to that. Uh, Found this declassified document here regarding JFK. If you give me just a second, I'll bring it up. I've got it sure. ready to go. And then I, like Here I said, I like to ask questions. Nobody shot JFK. His head just <laughs> did that. <laughs> they so said, there it is, declassified. Yeah, they said, hey, John, guess oh. what? We've, we, we, uh, you know what? I think what happened was, um, what's her name? Jacqueline Kennedy whispered in his ear. I know about Maryland, Maryland, not Maryland, Maryland, not the state, Maryland Monroe. I know about Maryland Monroe and his head just exploded. That's probably what happened. Could be. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe he was Jackie. Yeah. Uh, all right. Time for a palate cleanser. What you got? Well, you know, it is September and big girl summer's over. So oh, yeah. here's a big girl summer. Leaving the building. It's a big girl summer. All right, ladies. It's gotta be 12 inches of concrete. I say, hold up. Shot smoking Zaza out the pack. I told her, roll up. Niggas smoking stupid, looking crazy like they know us. You ain't got no money, plus you bought me and you tow up. You pretty puppy, so what? All right, ladies. Not a, see you. not a gym membership in the bunch. See it. See you next year, ladies. <laughs> see, see you next summer. That was kind of rough. Oh, hey, they're having fun. They're out there, you know. Not doing their thing. Thing. They were all together, doing their thing. So, so go ahead. I was going to go down the board. Sure. Go ahead. Else. All right. Well, no, go ahead. Sharing this. So we had a transgender fighter, Alana McLaughlin, wins the MMA debut. I'm over. You know what? You win, trans people. You win. So it says here, uh, Alana McLaughlin, the second openly transgender woman to compete in the MMA in the United States, won her debut Friday night via submission at the combat, combate, I don't know, global prelims in miami florida the 38 year old used a rear naked joke <laughs> i love that um against celine provost to end the match in three minutes 22 seconds into the second round listen you know what i say oh it's okay i'm transgender oh i i had no idea do whatever you want all the time and i have video trans, uh gsi who is who is doing that to trans people Again, I go back to the thing is, you know what, ladies? Screw you. I'm not going to go through this anymore. If any any woman wants to transition to a male and fight a man, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I have video, uh, some uh, highlights. Oh. If you'd like to see it. I certainly would. Wow. I can't tell you how free I feel now that I've started identifying as a woman. 
Now that I can compete as female, I'm ready to smash the other girls. Strong woman. Strong woman. Strong woman. Strong woman. Yeah, there that is. <laughs> Looked like a fair fight to me. I don't know. Hey, they're not going to stop it. And sorry, women, but guess what? You're screwed. You're screwed. Uh, there's a way to stop this. And and the way to stop this is to have women stop fighting transgender women. Just have them stop fighting them. If they don't give them a fight, then this can't happen. But this one woman wanted to get her ass kicked. So she went in the ring with them. Them, him, her, whatever. Her. And, and then now this is what happens. So just don't fight them. That's the same thing I said in the Olympics. Everybody that was in the Olympics that had someone with, they should have just said, you know what? We're not competing. We're just going to, she can win. She can win the gold and that's it. You can be the best transgender athlete. We're not, we're not competing with you because you're a biological male. So that's it, but they won't. And it's over. Unfortunately, the reason there are women in men's sports is because men and women are biologically different and a man is a stronger and it's not fair for a man to compete against a woman. And that's why there's men and women's tennis, golf, all of it. And now this. So you got, you've got somebody who say, let's just say five, six years ago, decided they, they wanted to compete in MMA and they've been busting their ass becoming everything they can be. And you know, woman's MMA fighting Mm -hmm. and some Somebody who transitioned back in 2010 and can't win a fight as a male decides right. uh, three months ago that they're identifying as a, a woman gets into your sport. What, what are you going to do? Are you going to give up your last five five years worth of work and no, education? Just, just fight only biological women. So just say no to the fights. Just say no to the, yeah, just say no to the trans yeah. fights. That's all. And that stops it. But doesn't that kind of label you as transphobic okay fine in this situation again i'm just saying isn't that a possibility that they could be labeled that if if they say i'm I'm not going to fight that i am not going to fight a biological male this is a you know this is a woman's sport okay they're they have the they don't have a, a large amount of testosterone but they have for a long time and they've trained and that muscle memory is still there so whatever I just wouldn't do it, and this would stop it. Well, it doesn't rewire your brain either. I mean, men are generally the ones to kill the spider and the that that can you know go after the snake. Now, not in my house. My wife is the one to do that. Well, I mean, that's very sexist, but I understand what you're saying. The thing is, that's how they're wired, right? We don't have this problem with females transitioning into males and and going in and wanting to compete in male sport. We don't care. We're like, come on, ladies. Man, I got an idea. Whatever. Come on over. You can compete. We don't care. You and I transition or, no. sorry, sorry, identify as as females. Right. And we do a two girls in a box of wine podcast where we where we discuss true crime. And we just read, you know, wiki pages. Well, you know how this, I'll tell you how stupid this whole thing is. Like, I identify as a woman. All right. You know what? Look at me. I'm an obese man. Okay. But now, guess what, Bob? I'm no longer obese. I'm thin. I identify as trans slender. <laughs> so that's fine. All right. So now, don't refer to me as fat. No more fat. No more donut, donut, donut. Fat, fat, fat. Because I'm not. I'm trans slender. Yeah, you got to run around in the shower just to get wet. That's right. That's me. Okay. You got to put a uh, window screen over the drain so you don't fall through it. And again, I feel that that's, and I know people are like, oh, well, they, okay, fine. That's how they feel. But you can't compete with women. Sorry. That's one of the things you can be, you can act like a woman, dress like a woman, do whatever you want. You just can't compete with them in sports professionally. Or in anything else. No, what else? What else? You could, anything that gives you a physical advantage, then you can't. Chess, there's no physical advantage in that. Same thing with poker. I mean, anything that's that doesn't require a physical advantage, sure, go at it, knock yourself out. So men's brains aren't uh, bigger. Look up some of the some of the. I'm chess, telling you right now, chess players. I bet you they're all men. 
okay, well, that's because females, because females don't really play chess. But I'll tell you one thing. If you go into the professional poker circuit, there are women out there that are just savage poker players, savage poker players. And they'll, they'll put any man to task that, that play them. So, I mean, there's certain things like that, that gender doesn't make a difference. You could be in that. But uh, that poor woman that he choked out, I don't know. And he's like, she, she's like, I really appreciate, <laughs> I really appreciate the courage that she had to give me this fight. Yeah, three minutes and then twenty eight seconds, she choked the air out of her. I'm sure, she really appreciates that. Stop, stop, just stop it. Stop giving them fights, and that'll end all that nonsense. Or here's another thing: you have two dr- transgender females, let them fight, right? That that would be fine. That would be great. Or you could have a transgender, a let's see, a woman that transitions into a male, they could fight them too. Whatever. I don't care. I'm not watching it. I'm not interested in it. Do what you want, ladies. You're not going to stand up to this. So this you get, you know, you get what you get and don't throw a fit. Isn't that what they say down south? Mm. No? No, usually it's just, hey, y'all watch this. Hold my bear. <laughs> Um, so we got this story, mm-hmm. Facebook on your face, hands on with Facebook and Ray-Ban's first pair of smart glasses. Starting Thursday, the first pair of smart glasses made by Facebook and Ray-Ban are going on sale for $299. They're called Ray-Ban stories. Oh boy. And you'll be able to find them pretty much anywhere Ray-Bans are sold, including lens crafters and sunglass hut stores. Now, the frames feature two front-facing cameras for capturing video and photos. They sync with a companion camera app called Facebook View, where clips can be edited and shared to other apps on your phone, not just Facebook's own. There's a physical button on the glasses for recording, or you can say, hey, Facebook, take a video to control them hands-free. And perhaps, most importantly, they look and feel like regular sunglasses. So have fun, everybody, being recorded everywhere you go. Yeah. When you when you think you're Yeah, you don't think that anybody's uh well they say there's a little white light that allows yeah. you know, so you, if you see a, a pair of glasses with a white light, I have the video if you want me to play the video. Sure. Here we go. These look like regular Ray-Ban Wayfair glasses, but they're actually smart glasses with cameras. Unlike some other smart glasses, these are not AR glasses. They don't project anything in front of you or have a display. They're primarily meant to let you capture videos like this one and photos like these. The glasses pair with Facebook's View app. From there, you can look at the photos and videos you shot, edit them, and share them wherever you want. They also have microphones and speakers in the frame for recording and playing audio from your phone over Bluetooth. A touchpad on the frame lets you play, pause, or change the volume on whatever you're hearing, and you can say, hey, Facebook, take a photo or video to record hands-free. Whenever the cameras are recording, a tiny white indicator light appears on one side of the frame. While it's obviously good this light exists, I think it could be brighter and more prominent. Unlike pretty much all the other smart glasses I've tried, they actually look like regular glasses. They're almost as light as regular glasses too. They cost $2.99 and are available with prescription lenses pretty much anywhere you can buy Ray-Bans. The question is, are people actually going to use these? Absolutely, they're going to use them. They've oh. they got the smartwatch and they've got all that other stuff that goes on that they'll use. Absolutely. You think about the people that they can record now. Like before, you'd have to hold your phone up. And if somebody sees that you're holding your phone up and recording them, they'll say something to you. Now you just look at them. So it says the dual five megapixel cameras can capture just over three dozen 30-second video clips and roughly 500 photos before the on-device memory fills up. So um, I don't. I was trying to look up you know, battery life, but uh, a light on the inside of the glasses gives you a full range of information, green for fully charged, orange for low battery, blue for pairing mode, red for dead battery, and overheating. Overheating? Uh, <laughs> is, is that a word you want uh, involving a device on your face? Or a, a white for a capture error? So, yeah, that's... Uh, says uh my battery drained in about 20 sorry by about 20 percent during heavy use for an hour so he only lost 20 percent during heavy use for an hour that's pretty good that's almost like an all all day battery if you're i don't know i think it's neat it'd be neat to see the you know knockoffs come out 
that'll have you some uh, open source camera app on your phone. Right. I don't know if you've ever bought like a $20 surveillance camera for your house to put in your bedroom or put out on your porch, whatever from Amazon, but they all use these open source, really horrible camera apps. Um, they, they, they're garbage. Just if, if anybody out there is uh, looking at buying, Hey, here's a camera for $23 and just got good reviews. It's garbage. It's garbage. Hey, listen, I got breaking news. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm going to share something with you. Uh, we've got a new, we've got new artwork for the boomer bunker and it just came in right now. So I want to get Bob's reaction. Here it is. <laughs> the internet gets too woke. It's time to run too. The Boomer Bunker. <laughs> why? Why are you covered up in the? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's. That's that's pretty good. Who who did that? Crom did it. Crom really? Yeah, he did it. He's we got a bunch of them. He is good. You know, when I first talked to him years ago, he was. I was like trying to hit him up for doing some podcast art, and he's like, "Oh, I don't do logos and stuff." Well, nah. here he is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Thanks, Crom. <laughs> Once again, amazing. Yeah, he's uh, at Crom Twos, like Tom Cruise just juxtaposed the uh, letters Crom Twos, just like yeah. Tom Cruise. Well, that's on Discord, right? Is there any place else he's there? I don't know. He's on Twitter. If you want to um, uh, hit him up, he'll do you some artwork, man. Uh, he's very reasonable, very quick, and he's very good at it. You know what? If I remember, hold on. I have a, a, a guy racing out here, squealing wheels. I don't know if you could hear that or not. Uh, so if, if, uh, I can get a hold of him and get a, yeah, if I can get a link for him to, you know, if, you know, website or whatever he does, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. He always told me back in the day, just at Crom twos on Twitter. That's C R O M T U I S E. Yeah. Good job. At Crom twos on Twitter and just hit him up, uh, commission him and he'll do you smart work. There you go. All right, Bob, where are we going next, buddy? Um, well, I'd like to discuss, a video with you sure i saw this 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 guy's an ass um let's see i gotta first i gotta stop the screen and i gotta share another screen uh this this guy is very full of himself all right ready let's just watch the video it's only 24 seconds long okay so i walked outside one day and i saw a street and you know what i said to myself i gotta jump this and that's exactly what i did Am I the greatest jumper to ever live? No one has ever jumped across the street before. I am the first to ever do it. So what do you think of that? I The thing is, I would have said that it was, yeah, I would have said it because I looked at the shadow. You know, I tried to look at the shadow versus the other stuff. I don't see shadows, you know, off of the street light back there, you know, facing the same way. And well, the mirror and stuff. The one he shows in the beginning and the one he actually jumps are two different streets. Oh, they are? Well, look at that one. Okay. Trees at the end, all then, that. Right. A, uh, a yellow curb. Oh, and now he doesn't have a curb at all. No trees. Yeah. I mean, this is a nice house back there in the background. Uh, yeah, it's not, nice street, mine, but. not even the same street. Okay, so that's no. number one. And then number two. Now watch him. Watch him. I, I think he deserves an, a, a round of applause for video editing. Sure, absolutely. Because, you know, watch, watch when his foot lands right here. Step. Right. And see, boom. Yeah. Step. See right there, that toe touches something. Right. And that foot yeah. touches something. Yeah. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's an amazing editing job. And, and he put, you know, pretty good. If, if you can tell my mouse here, his, like his, his shadow was well done. It was. And I'm he has two box. things there that that he used to help him get across the street. Right. And if you look at the mailbox, like the one where he just landed, the one right there, it, the shadow doesn't go all the way to the mailbox. Right. You, you can see that little spot there. So I would say that it's a it's a what they what do the kids call that today? A deep fake. The kids call that a deep fake. So that's, I think that's what it is. It's a deep. But, fake. you know, I think it's cool that he's got the video and that he edited it well. But uh well, that's again amazing. Like anybody that takes anything, any old video footage, and says, "Oh my God, look at this!" The things that you can do with editing now, mm-hmm. it's I mean, you can make anything look like anything. Well, that was kind of my point with the uh, you know nine eleven stuff that comes out now. It's like, yeah, what do I need to believe? You know, you could edit that and put you know 
bomb uh acme bomb company on all those boxes in the background and make me you know say, hey, look all well, these were in the bottom floor of the, 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 right. the, the, the tower two i found a bit about it look at the explosions in the window there yeah i just found someone found a recorder and inside the recorder was this video and it was at 9 11 on tower seven and look at this and look at the explosions, and then look at the building drop down. Yeah, okay, sure. Oh, look, boxes of C four. <laughs> right. I got this. Um, I thought this was well done. This is a very short video. All right. Got this from Salty Cracker. If anybody wants to know, he he he's a an acquired taste, but he's pretty good at what he does. So, damn it, I touch my mouse and it's auto auto scrubs. Here we go. If they'll not help, these governors won't help speed the pandemic. I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. It figures would be something like this. See? Right. So, yeah. yeah. Look at the look at the editing on that. So, uh, oh yeah, our president boy, he he makes Trump look like a sissy with all the tyrannical shit that he's trying to do right now. Um, you better get that goddamn vaccine. We're gonna make you get that vaccine, no matter what you do, because guess what? You ain't blaming this shit on me. I'm going to blame it on the unvaccinated. Today, tonight, I'm announcing that the Transportation Safety Administration. Okay, is he doing it today or is he doing it tonight? I don't know. Well, he just said both. Right. I just, I'm just trying to be clear how long I have before I need to worry. Like, can I chill for right now or is it today? Because if it's today, well, that means now. He doesn't know what he's talking about. That guy okay. right there. Look at him. He's staring into a teleprompter and he's doing his best to read it. He doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't give a shit. He is a shell of a man. He should be removed. He should be removed from office. I don't know how you do it. If this if this nonsense that's going on right now doesn't get us the amount of states we need to redo the Constitution or straighten shit out, I don't know what will. Have you watched any videos where they've compared his eyes now to his eyes before? Yeah, of course. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, they were back when he had he actual was... color in his eyes and they weren't all blackened out. Right. He could, you know what? He could be a goddamn robot for all we know. Somebody could be working him like a puppet. We'll double the fines on travelers that refuse to mask. So you've um seen the uh, like interstate road construction sites where they're like double fines if caught speeding while workers are present. Right. Does that really stop anybody? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I don't know if it does or it doesn't. Not, okay. Maybe a few, but here's okay, Bob. So f as far as I'm concerned, I'm vaccinated. All right. I don't have a dog in this fight, but the thing is, this is not right. The people should be able to make their own choices. And this is what separates me an American from sheep that just want to have that just, oh, whatever the, whatever the president says. Now, I'll tell you right now, flip this two years ago and have the same thing happen and have Trump say that, all these people would be like, yeah, you know what? We no little, you know, Jimmy Kimmel and all that. They would be screaming at the top of their lungs. But because it's their guy, it's okay. It's their guy, Biden. Yeah, we're going to do it. Get, come on, give me one shot. Give me two. Give me three. Give me four. What's it? Give me, give me one. Give me what's that thing from? What's that song? You should know that. No. Give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that. What I desire. Oh, that's that Metallica. Yeah. Metallica. Yes. It's yeah. the same thing. And then here he is. And now he's going to tell us what he's. You're going to tell us what to do. Here, hang on. I never done this before. I'm going to do it now. Hang on. Let's see if this works out. Hey, Joe. Here's my response. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Joe. All he is. All he is. All you is go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Let me uh, wrap this up. If you break the rules, be prepared to pay. There, That's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Getting paid. Oh, no, man, no. Man, clip. It's about getting the jab in the arm because I, I hate to tell you, these vaccines, they're not the, I mean, they worked for a while and things started happening and now whatever's going on now. But the thing is, everybody's getting the COVID. But the deaths are way, way down, and they're getting to get over. But that doesn't matter. If they would do some – the mainstream media, if you do your job and report 
about who's getting it. Are there breakthroughs? You can't get any of that information. How many deaths? All we're talking about is cases now because we want to scare everybody. Ooh. Cases, cases, cases. Cases, cases, cases. COVID, COVID, COVID. Well, that was the other thing that was one of the big three today, or that was on all of the big three today. And you ever watch that Miguel Almaguer guy from uh, NBC? No. He does like a where he's hold the mic and talking thing. And he also does like narration over his own, you know, news stories. And it's two different voices when uh-huh. he's hol- holding a mic, has a camera on him. And it's, you know, it's him talking to the camera. His voice is kind of like mine. Like I said like, earlier, the truth doesn't mind being questioned, I, but lies, I, I, hate being challenged. And this is what's going. This is it. Because if you talk to them and say, all right, well, we're getting a lot of cases. What are death like? Puh. Well, huh. uh, I guess you're one of those Trump supporters. I got thrown out of a, a New Jersey, like tri-state area discord because they were having a COVID conversation. They're talking about why, how we can't, how we can't get these people to get the vaccine. And I said, well, why should they? And then I was having a very respectful conversation and they, and they started attacking me. Oh, you're a Trump supporter. I said, Hey, I'm, I'm vaccinated. Okay. I'm just saying that other people have the right to make their own decisions and, and boom, gone. So they don't want to be questioned. They hate being challenged. So, you know, again, can I like finish what I was trying to say? Try Bob. I don't know. I don't, I'll try to keep, I'll try to keep quiet. When he's on the camera, he has a regular voice, but when he narrates his own news stories, he, he has a lot of air in his voice. Oh, he's one. So weird. It's like two different freaking dudes, but he came on and was like, pediatric COVID cases are on the rise. There's been a surge in children getting COVID. Oh, fuck. Just, just want to take a bat to the TV set, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Well, I actually threw a remote at one last night. Did you really? You're very angry. I have a TV mounted on the wall out in my, my other garage, and uh, I, I hate that TV, man. It takes – I'm like, you know – Went out, went out there to have a smoke because I don't do it in my house. I'm sitting there watching the ball games last night. It was good games. And uh, I go, you know, turn it on, a damn remote. I, I know the batteries in it are good. It won't, it won't react to the remote. I'm up against it. Going, so I ended up, you know, reach around and uh, turn it on with the button that's on the damn TV set. And it takes like, it's, it's uh, one of those Roku TVs. And it takes literally five minutes for it to to actually boot up to where you can actually watch anything on it. It's like, what can we do? What happened to just turning a TV on and boom, you get a picture. These first world problems killing us. So then, so then I get done. I go to turn it off and it won't turn. It won't do nothing. It won't like volume. I'm trying to mute it. Nothing. So I said, you know what? Fuck you. And I chunked it at it. Okay. Did you break it? I tried to, well, I didn't try that hard, but cause I I'll throw it in the gutter. I got uh, three more TVs right here. I can mount in this place. This I'm just too lazy to do it. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the president uh, boost over here. Show some respect. The anger you see on television toward flight attendants and others doing their job. Show some respect. Uh, you know what? I agree with him on that. People are in there trying to do their job. You know, I agree. They, I agree. He's right there. Okay. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. It's wrong. You know? It's ugly. Yep. He's absolutely right there. Sure. You know what? Agree. Knock your shit off. Okay, so what I have is I have the black response to his. You know how, like after the State of the Union, they always have the um, the opposite side. Well, I have the black response to his his statement. Oh, it's up here. Fool, talking about my patience is wearing thin. Who the fuck you talking to? As long as your patience don't get as thin as that hairline, I think we'll be all right. I am not your child. You but and I'm sure enough ain't your bitch. You're talking about your patience is wearing thin. These people have lost. They acting like they, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Like they paying your bills and dicking you down. You got to watch. You fool. I, I saw that little clip. I said, oh, he's crazy. He, he really think he, he, he really think I'm his hoe. My patience is wearing thin. I need you to get out on that boulevard and bring me my money. You ain't my pimp, nigga. What the hell is wrong with these people? He really said that shit out of his mouth. But our patience is wearing thin. You bald him. See, see, see. I'm trying. I thank God. See, that's Danny calling me right now, trying to save, trying to save my mouth. (laughs) 
So that's the response. I liked uh, this one here. This is a uh, tweet. Now, this shirt says, if you don't need a mask because God will protect you, then why do you need a gun? And the guy commented, he said, because David had a slingshot. That's right. So That's right. Well said. Uh, I have a musical interlude, if you would be so kind to let me play that. Go for it. And the next song is called Black People. Black people, they really love chicken. Black you're trying people, to get us kicked off on you. They always kicking. What? Black people, they wear really long shorts. I said black people, they're better than us at sports. Except for soccer. Black people, they can jump really high. Black people, but if they jump in a the pool, they'll die. Black people, they're very strong and very proud. I said black people. They sometimes talk really loud, so please don't discriminate because of their skin. It's already such a crazy, stupid world that we live in. Time is moving fast and the clock is ticking, so treat them equally and please uh, just let them eat their chicken. Thank so, you. See, that's, that's like racist. That's not racist. It's it's about equality and 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 inclusion. That's what I said. You know what? I'm going now, with racist. Tell me that black people don't make the best fried chicken. I'm telling you right now, they do. All right. <laughs> We're killing now. <laughs> what? Well, there's more on the board. What's this uh, Confederate flag? Flies at Richmond. Well, it's down Speedway. at Richmond Speedway. Was that where NASCAR was the, this weekend? That's where NASCAR was this weekend. Uh, Virginia. They somebody well they remember they took the statue of robert and lee down oh yeah that's right that's and, right uh, some somebody took a plane and flew over the stadium with it was towing a confederate flag so everybody's just like really really upset about this and again it's just people trolling saying you know what you tell me i can't have because nascar basically outlawed the confederate flag in any of their events and people were like, "You that's against my first that's against my first amendment rights." And they're like, "Nah, you bought a ticket, dope. If you buy a ticket, it says you can't have one of those flags in here." Well, that ain't right. I want to have American Bubba Wallace encouraged the the ban on the flag. So, right. And then the next week he Yeah, it, that whole stupid thing where they put they put the noose on his It wasn't his, a noose, it was just a pull. Right. Exactly. It was exactly what it was. So uh, they were all up in arms over there about this because of the racism. And racism. I, again, symbols mean different things to different groups of people. And I understand it. Uh, I wouldn't fly a Confederate flag. You know, back in the day when I used to go to NASCAR races, you would go over there and they would have all the, the uh, campers and everything outside. You, you couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a Confederate flag. So that's just a, that's their that's their fan base. Uh, it says here that that the plane pulled the banner with a Confederate flag and the phrase "defund NASCAR." <laughs> that's pretty funny. Well, I mean, I think they're losing ratings, and I think they're losing people that are going to NASCAR. So we'll see how long they. I don't see how they can say you can fly a Confederate flag at NASCAR. There's no way they can do that. But let's see what they'll do to kind of appease them if they start losing money. I mean, that's the biggest problem. Uh, I got one more thing here, and this is from Sarah Silverman. Our girl, Sarah Silverman, she, she has her own podcast, and you would think. Huh. Interesting. What, that she has her own podcast? Oh, yeah. It's so odd. Right. And she's got a solution for all this. I mean, this may be a negative thought, but or maybe a positive one. I don't know. But if people aren't getting along, uh, like in relationship, they break up, you know? So like, why don't we just finally just realize that this, these states aren't working and like divide up into like two or three countries. Yeah, like, and like, and like, like, like USA like. one and USA two. And they can be USA one. Wow, like conservatives geez. can be USA one because they love being number one, and that it means something to them. And I'd love to have that 
be theirs. They can be USA one, we'll be USA two, and we'll be allies. And you'll come over here and we'll go over there. And, you know, when you come to certain, many times when you go to a different country, you have to get a vaccine. That's it. That's it. By the end of the question, by the end of my answer, I have no idea what the question was. So um, are we going to have like two presidents? Listen, I, I got to say that if you want to do that, you know what the USA 2 is? Canada. Go to Canada. Canada is your mecca. Canada has cool. all that shit that they want to do up there. Canada will lock you down. Canada will tell you what to do. Can All that shit, right? Just go north. Go north and go right above the, you know, go across the border and go to Canada. You'll love it there. Canada 1 and or USA 1 and USA 2. Come me a break. Uh, oh, since we were talking about me being a, whatchamacallit, uh, since I identify as a trans slender, there is a TikTok here that talks about skinny splaining. Oh, that one. Yeah. Should we do that real quick? Yeah, let's go ahead and dive into that for a minute, and then we can uh, do the dad joke and GTFO. <laughs> Okie dokie. I haven't heard this, so I'm, I'm very interested. Go ahead. Can we talk about how? First of all, haircut, nose ring. What does the uh, comment say? Uh, the comment says, mm -hmm. no, okay, no diet. You were eating enough calories to begin with. It's about learning balance and exercise, even if it's just walk. Balance. So I guess they're they're fat shaming her. And again, I, I you know I don't know it's a, it's a close up picture, so I don't know if she's a large girl or not. Yeah. Irritating skinny splaining is like yes. Now as a nearly thirty year old woman, I am aware twelve hundred calories is not enough. And even the video this comment came Christ, from. I was going to say forty. What's that? I said I was going to say forty, but she said near thirty. Oh, oh yeah, you Ooh. think she's closer to forty? She's not aging well. Well, that's that's dye. You know, it's just, she just dyed her hair. Usually, white. you don't turn into this. What this is right here? What this looks like till you're close to forty. Yeah, like you got like one kid in ballet, one in like soccer practice, and the other one's in a, a wheelchair, and you're just. I would almost, and, if know. I was a betting man, I would bet that this woman's not married. Just well, right. I'm just saying though, she's like way ahead of her. Anyway, go ahead. Or well, I mean, let me re rephrase that. I would bet that she's not married to a man. I knew that now. But even further, I am abundantly aware of what exercise is and entails. And I am so sick of thin people coming into the comments of mainly fat women's videos and explaining the concept of walking as if we've never done it before. Like Miss Thing, I have hiked all over the world. I don't need you to explain to me that walking is a form of exercise. And unless or until a fat person explicitly states that they would like advice on these topics, you need to stop assuming we don't have the knowledge. It is so belittling and i would really love to see it stop good night okay multiple things here number one that works both ways okay um i don't need you explain to me how genders work and biology works and i don't know viral science works i can do that research on my own uh number two if you're bothered by comments on the internet the only way you can avoid that is get off of the internet now, that being said, I do agree. She's right. If you don't have something nice to say, keep it to your damn self. Unless if she's on there complaining like she can't find a plus size towel, well, then she's she deserves all the fat shaming she can possibly get in the comments. But if she's just talking about her life as a big person, that's so what? Leave her alone. Bob, I vehemently di disagree with you because so what? She wants a bigger, if a bigger girl wants a bigger towel and she wants to say, hey, is there a place I can get a bigger towel? Why can't I get a bigger towel? Then so what? You don't have to comment on everything. See, the thing is that, you, that people feel that because this person is fat, overweight, that, uh, they, that they're allowed to say whatever they want because fat equals lazy. Fat equals uh, overeating and not exercising. And, and maybe that is, you know, at times or some, or sometimes it's, it's other things. You don't know exactly what it is and why they're the way they are. 
and whatever. But, you know, it's not, you know, if I, again, you know, I would just say that you don't need to, but it's the internet. So they figure they can and they can get away with it. The thing, so what I say is don't bring it up. Once you bring this up, that's all you're going to get. Once you say that it bothers you that they do this to you, that's all you're going to ever get. So just ignore and and say things, bring up com. I, I see this on TikTok all the time. They bring up the negative comments because the, I, for some reason, that's what they're attracted to. Bring up the positive comments. Don't don't give uh, don't feed the trolls. That's what you need to do. If you don't feed the trolls, then uh, I don't think you'll have as much problem. Or, no, or somebody or, learned a, a lesson on the 9-11 terror attack. Who? You. Which means? Don't let the terrorists win. Exactly. Don't worry. Yeah, trust me. When I first came in here, I would battle with them all the time. And after a while, I was like, what are you doing? They're, well, re- you- they're retards oh. and they're kids. And it doesn't matter what they say. All right. Well, if you go back to that episode the other day, we open it up and you're like, hey, why did you mute, you know, <laughs> yeah, Justin cause... Yellow Hair? And it's like, because I'm not up for that shit, man. I don't need it brought in here, man. You don't, don't, don't come into my house and take a big old dump in the rug and not expect me to rub your nose in it. And and then you're like, oh, come on. It's just, it's bad. I'm like, this is Discord drama. You want to deal with that? Go deal with it on Discord. And you kept doing it. So I was like, I I'm did. going to get me some cigarettes. I did to keep doing it because I, because it, it doesn't bother me. It, it doesn't bother me what they say. It really doesn't. And uh, it, it took a while. It took a long time. It, it doesn't learn that lesson. Bother me what they say. It bothers me when you let it derail our show. Okay. Just because I said something about me, doesn't mean that I said it, it, you are doing that. I'm saying it took me a while for that to not bother me. I'm not saying anything about you. Right. And then I didn't realize that you were getting upset that the show was being derailed. And to be honest, the reason that you were on edge is because you were trying to quit smoking and you were having a nicotine attack. Oh, I'd have been bothered by that anyway, because every topic I brought up, you had very little commentary. Like today, you had, uh, I'd say, a a normal amount. But because you were so wrapped up in in the chat and what was going on in the chat, which I I, I understood. Stan engaging with you know the uh the you know the viewers in the chat but when it takes you out of the room i i disagree with it sorry okay. I, mean, I need you here i need you on that mic you i know mean I, you you did a monologue for 20 minutes i i felt like i did a monologue for the first 35 i gotta tell you I you notice I didn't put up one comment today. From now on, I'm not putting up any comments. I'm not I'm not saying anything. Well, I will only address the comments that you put up, and then I will address them. I'm not doing that anymore because you're right. They they fascinate me when the uh, the keyboard terrorists come in here. They fascinate me, and well, you know you don't know like the guy who was upset or allegedly upset is a known troll. If you look back, I can go back to different live streams that I've been in where he was in the comments. Everything he said was a 100% just a weird troll. Nothing was for real. You know what I'm saying? So when you always cry wolf and then you finally cry wolf, you know, don't expect us to believe you when you cry wolf. Like that's kind of what this was to me. And again, you're you're a grown ass man and don't come into the chat and start crying about nonsense so i mean well what are we gonna do about it here we're not dr phil go to dr phil's live stream and talk to him about your damn personal issues right hey i i saw you're going through issues uh i like you but you know what i'm not gonna solve your issues on my live stream now maybe we can book a dr phil like episode that's a possibility and then the other thing is that you know other people use it to uh, divide and conquer, you know, in that kind of situation. And you're right. I shouldn't have done it, but it was Saturday. You know what? It was really, it was Saturday morning. It didn't feel like a real show. It really didn't. So yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't have, but it was, they were there and I don't well, know. If that's what you wanted. That's fine. But I, I you know what? I thought we were going to go through some sure. clips, and I, you know, play some clips and talk about them. And uh, you know, yeah, it again, yes. For some reason, 
I was attracted like a moth to a flame. And I, I found it funny. And, and I didn't realize, and again, I didn't realize that you were getting mad. I didn't, I didn't realize you were getting mad. I I brought it up, I don't know, multiple times. Hey man, yeah, great. Can we not? I guess. You know, I think, I I think I mean, I need a more stern warning. (laughs) because I didn't realize that you were getting, I really, I didn't realize that you were getting that upset, but you know, um, Hey, look, you scared those trolls away. There's not one troll in here. Not one good so don't care i understand there's nothing, nothing you. to distract me we did you all say, today. You, know, you say negative things about any 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 member of my family you can straight up go fuck yourself i understand that also but that was off the show doesn't so, matter i know i understand that doesn't i understand matter. that i get i get what you're what you're saying so yep it was uh <laughs> it's going to be the lost episode it's only going to be on YouTube and it also will only be, uh, it won't, won't come out as a podcast. So, and I, you know what? I don't think it would, even if you were listening to it as a audio podcast, I don't think you would get it. It would be, a, it wouldn't have been a good listen anyhow. So, all right. How about a dad joke? All right. Well, uh, well, I don't know if I've got one cause I, I wrote a joke about a piece of paper, but I don't know if I want to do it cause it's terrible. All right, everybody. We'll see you. See you Tuesday.